guys, welcome back to the Misinformed podcast with your hosts Jess and Mara. Woo! Hi guys. Hi guys. <laughs> uh, it's because you guys don't hear the edits that you don't hear. Um, my voice is either zero or a hundred. I'm either Mike. I'm Mara. Yeah. <laughs> There's no in between. Uh, anyway, again, we're just gonna have to say thank you for everyone that is listening to the pod because just every week we just keep on getting better and better. Even if our sound last week wasn't the best, we still got hella clout. We did, and um, yeah, it's just so nice receiving like messages from people like, oh, like I really enjoyed your podcast, or you know, oh, I related to this and the other thing. It's just so good and um, especially like last week being about like body confidence and stuff like that I think it's always nice to hear that some people kind of relate to what you say and all and you know what <laughs> my friend <laughs> messaged me about um Jess if you're listening to this we love you uh you know the way about the, we the way we like look at ourselves in the mirror and we can't stop <laughs> staring at ourselves she was like yeah fair enough <laughs> And then she's like, I think it's because, you know, it's like, you're familiar and all this stuff. But, oh my word, it was so funny. I was like, I can't believe people no, actually listen to us, like, talk about it. Like, it's only when people, like, say, oh, when you said this, I was like, oh, oh, you you're listening. listening. <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah. There's some girl on our Instagram, um, like, she DM'd me after. And then she was like, I know you don't want to get DM'd. And I was like, I was ah. joking. I like. <laughs> criticism not but um she was just saying how like she's like oh I wish I was like confident like that and like because you obviously seem like you're confident and I was like oh it's all a facade yeah. like, oh, I'm a liar <laughs> but no like even there's a whole like I may have my down days but I'm that bad I'm a hundred percent there bitch exactly and, yeah uh, this week it's a little bit different we're just gonna chat and uh okay so one of our main goals here for this pod was to try and the word try is the is involved here Mm -hmm. to try and like introduce people to the world of sociology a little bit so it wasn't like our main goal but like we want that was one of our like oh we could like it was was like a, a hope and a dream um we didn't really get so far <laughs> so far we haven't yeah no it's been maybe like low-key like accidentally I think to be honest sociology is so relevant that like everything we have been talked about been talking about does kind of in some way coincide with some kind of sociological theory or something we've been learning about but we haven't actually mm. sat down and like like talked about things more in more of a with our sociology hats on you know and yeah. it's not it's not like please don't get us wrong we're not gonna be sitting here like lecturing you because I don't think even we know enough <laughs> <laughs> my my vocabulary I'll be like yeah that's sick and obviously like uh, Marx was like yeah it's yeah. it's not it's not about with me <laughs> we yeah so I think we'll kind of every now and again slip in a bit of theory um in some of our episodes um but I think today, uh, with everything that's going on in terms of the world, once again, everything's just gone to shit. And you know, I don't think they ever actually stopped going to shit. But like, you know, when like it, like social media just kind of has its 
waves of kind of being able to deal with it. I think everyone can, like everyone does care all the time, but there is, we are only human in that we can only deal with the amount of information that is like that we can access at certain points. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think that like, I don't know, I forgot what I was going to say now. It's like, okay, let me try. I've really short sentence for you. <laughs> I think it's because, um, like, it's not saying we don't care. Like, for example, even yesterday, I caught myself out. I was like, oh my God, Brianna Taylor. Like, it just randomly came into my yeah. head. I'm like, because social media is like, you know, today, what was that saying? Today's news, tomorrow's chip paper. That's not what I'm trying to say about, you know, situations. But because we're fed so much information all the time, it's like, oh my God, oh yeah, this is going on and this is going on. And we just forget sometimes so it doesn't mean that we don't care it just means that like um we forget and even like for example um with the whole SARS thing that's going on if you don't know well you should know it's not my place to tell you about Mm -hmm. this I can explain like the thing is I don't know enough I I'm also learning in this thing because again I'm not Nigerian never lived in Nigeria but like my I am surrounded by Nigerians like I consume Nigerian culture like I listen people think I'm a Nigerian anyway and I'm like oh god it's like yeah like I don't know anyway that's a different thing but like even with my mom's boyfriend who's Nigerian like we were talking about it he was telling me about it a lot more and like I was just listening and trying to educate myself as much as possible and like I still feel kind of weird going into like like large groups of places like protests and stuff like it kind of riles up my anxiety a little bit because I have film gonna get trampled on mm. and even and COVID as well so that's already something that you know so I even know how I've been protesting I have been researching and posting and retweeting and just learning a lot about it and donating as well I donated to a fund and it's like with all this that's going on you just have to I don't like that people like not shame but it's like the it's like all black lives matter kind of thing that just because we're not talking about american lives i think i think it's just been received very differently so like we expect as black people we expected like people our allies to also stand up for us so like that's what we should be doing and i just haven't seen the same energy from um i don't know it's just very weird and like even the whole thing that's happening in Congo and then just so much is going on. Like literally, I think Africa is a country that is struggling. So not a country, a continent. A country, Continent. That is just struggling so much. Like the ev- like I think probably every single country has something going on that no one talks about. Like for me, obviously I'm from Zim and there's so much going on there that you don't really ever talk like talk about like I remember like it's so and I'm sure for you as well like with Angola like it's only if something is really really bad and like once it's in the news you're like oh my word like I can't believe that Zim's like in the news and I'm like it should be in the news it should be talked about more like just because like you say just because it's not affecting you firsthand it doesn't mean that it's not an issue and like it's absolutely devastating to hear of what's going on in Congo in everywhere and it's just like I keep I keep losing my train of thought. Give me a minute. <laughs> Did you drink today? Are you drinking? No, I'm actually not. It's just um, I was gonna call this pineapple juice. What's wrong with me? Cranberry juice. This Cranberry? uh, blackcurrant. I'm drinking again on Saturday. I'm ending my October. 
Yeah, he are you actually doing anything um, for Halloween? No. I'm just going to drink. I think, honestly, me too. It's my cousin's birthday. Is Halloween on Saturday? Yeah. Oh. Anyway, what were we talking Anyway, yes, sorry, so that was absolutely a uh, sidetrack. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, so we just kind of wanted to, to talk about it again because this is a podcast where we talk about probably primarily social issues, um, personal issues as well. Um, but because it's been so, like it's kind of been taken it's been taken up my timeline and if it hasn't been taken up your timeline I'm like honestly questioning who you're following do you know what I mean like and that my timeline hasn't like it has 100% slowed down from in terms of Black Lives Matter and stuff like that um which is atrocious but I do still I think there's not a day that, that goes by where I'm not um kind of receiving information about Black Lives Matter and stuff like that um and that's I guess speaks more about the people that I'm following um and surrounding myself with so I kind of promise you it's probably half of my retweets (laughs) 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 and I love it I love it like I just I that's why I'm always like see was it last week or the week before I was talking about Instagram stories and posting all the time and it's because I want to be the kind of person that people follow to get information and to have conversations and that's again why we're having this podcast is because that's just who we are as people like we because we do sociology and we we do care a lot about the world and we know a lot about the injustices <laughs> of what's happening in this earth um so it's kind of in our nature to just be constantly wanting to be reinformed um and like have discussions about various different things um and in terms of end SARS and stuff like that, um, it's just, it's absolutely devastating. And it's so, it's so hard as well, because like you say, there is, where is the energy for this, please? Like, no one really seems to be kind of standing up about it. Like, where's the black, where's your freaking black posts now with, you know, that black square and all? That was so performative. And, you know, it? I don't give in to, I don't give in to peer pressure. I don't, no. okay whatever no. I just post it but mine wasn't the same as everyone else okay mm-hmm. <laughs> but even the whole NSARS thing I feel like oh, there's so much corruption in Africa and like yeah it's so I've known about like just the corruption in Africa for such a long time because obviously I'm from there and just, just it's how people abuse their power and like this is not about SARS and I feel like we will again on our Facebook and our Instagram we will be linking stuff so if you want to go get like information and stuff which you should you go mm-hmm. there donate and stuff but like SARS is the special anti-robbery squad and it's what this basically is is police abuses in their power and just overstep like I just think it's wild that like even in Africa even a place where we are from black people are still getting treated like shit do you know what like the fact that they are killing people for peacefully protest do you know how mad that is I guess I'm so damn angry that like like oh I don't even oh uh, my friends that are in Nigeria as well like, I've just been seeing their stories and like there's this I had to turn off I had to get off Twitter because I saw like there was this video of some guy who wasn't even at a protest but he got killed and the video of him lying on the street dead was circulating and I was like you know what no that really doesn't sit right with me when people like fair enough you want to um kind of talk about it and you want it to be um why do I keep going blank what's wrong with me 
<laughs> fair enough you want to kind of maybe put it on the timeline and make sure people are kind of talking about Black Lives Matter, anti-SARS, whatever it is. You should not be posting or retweeting violence. Like, especially if there's someone lying on, like you say, lying on the floor in agony, dying, anything like that. Like, that isn't um, progressive. That isn't um, going to help the situation at all. It's just going to kind of... It's- it's traumatic and as me speaking as a black person and a lot of black people it's like black trauma is just being spilled on tl over and over again and from if i become desensitized it's all over for you bitches because me become like people becoming desensitized something it's not healthy it's not sane and it's the fact that i just feel like okay right first of all should we um sociology is the study of society okay i feel like some people don't really know what it really is but it's basically the study that in society we kind of dissect the reason for things whether it is religion family gender race like what do we think like youth crime like we basically look at the reasons for stuff why things are that so psychologists study the mind we study society and it's a social science so bitch we are scientists okay? yeah <laughs> and like as a sociologist yeah well as someone who studies sociology the idea of the police it doesn't sit well with my spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> i think the police like there's no other profession that someone can abuse their power like this Mm-mm. but it's you like why are you the, the exception? Why are you exactly. protecting so much? Like Why? lawyers have to study for years. Yeah, that is to do up I law. Do law, not law. understand that how you can be in be a part of the law enforcement and not mm-hmm. have to have any kind of knowledge of the law of that you're the law. Like obviously, I mean, I don't know what police training is like or anything. So maybe they do like cover the basics, but there's absolutely no way that they have the like right like adequate training for what they do and I don't understand why people constantly make excuses for them for their behavior like oh you know he ran away or oh he stole 20 quid oh I did this no that, like literally that doesn't matter at all he could be an escaped convict <laughs> no I don't know <laughs> that's a good example no, no, you, you shouldn't kill but you, should like, you be have the killing right to kill absolutely not and it's also if they do that I don't understand why people are like continue to make excuses like oh you know one bad police member doesn't like one bad apple doesn't destroy the whole lot Uh, uh, yeah it does yeah it does and like when we talk when we're talking about like racism stuff it's very institutional like i don't fuck with the police and i fuck with police and black people from young you're taught to fear the police like Mm. in my i'm so sorry you are taught to fear the police like it's just even if you've done nothing wrong you're taught to fear them one time for like a couple months ago I got stopped by the police because it was a topic thing (laughs) but anyway I got stopped by the police and not what I like I really like I was going through it and everything and I was like obviously kind of like nervous because I was like I hate being in trouble but not once did I was I actually scared or fearful or you know fearful for my life or anything like that not once did it even cross my mind it was only later on that night that I was like whoa white privilege check because bro like that should be the norm like no one should ever feel 
scared to be stopped by someone who's there to protect you which is the irony of it all because that person if that person's there to protect you and they're the ones killing you who who's left to protect you do you know what I mean like it just is absolutely ridiculous and the fact that even stars had to begin in the first place like and the anti-robbery squad like it really speaks for the I guess the governance of the country and the situation that the people are in um and then for that that situation to then turn even uglier and for the the squad that is supposed to be doubly protecting them because the police couldn't do it so they had to get another squad in and that squad is murdering like innocent people it just is it's so difficult to to digest and like to actually think okay that's actually happening do you know what I mean and I think especially from someone like I live I live in a country like Northern Ireland has had its bad days do you know what I mean like it's not as if Northern Ireland hasn't experienced violence before um but in my lifetime I haven't experienced anything like that and it is quite difficult for me to wrap my head around the fact that there are people like that out there and that there are SARS and maybe there's like various different kind of versions of that in various different countries um but it's so- you know what we have? We have Trident. That's who we have. And if you don't know, oh. <laughs> you know what? Let me shout about Trident right now. Ooh. But I have stuff to say about you, Trident. Like I feel like yeah, I sh- I feel like I shone in crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that is. But like, oh yeah, I, I like in crime and in like social policy because I feel like that is where my knowledge base is the most strongest mm-hmm. kind of thing. And like, even when we're just talking about like the police and like, okay, I'm sorry for interrupting you, but I just got me mm-hmm. angry because like in, okay, in Angola, this is so small. Yeah. But it just showed me how like, you're not reprimanding these bad apples, quote unquote. So even if, whether it's with like the Black Lives Matter or whether it's um, in America here, whatever, you're not reprimanding these black apple, bad apples. Cause in Angola, um, this is so small so there's police officers that stay in the airport for i don't know what reason but apparently you own when i, I went in like may so when i went in may only one person was allowed, only the people with the tickets are allowed to go through to the check-in that was their rule there my god mom r.i.p to you love you she was like got them some money out and showed them and gave it to the man and, he's like, and he let us literally and then I was money like, yeah money is a massive factor in everything that like, happens in Africa I think yeah because why okay because where there is poverty there's what crime <laughs> <laughs> and that is why oh my god I know I'm jumping but the fact that you're denying food yeah to kids they're going to be hungry yeah mm-hmm. and meaning they're going to do criminalities to get like as like to get the money for the food and mm-hmm. that is why you don't want to do it because you want to carry on because you want to carry on what putting people in the prison because prison makes you money like i don't care if it sounds like a conspiracy theorist there's proof in this like mm-hmm. genuinely i can't remember who said it but poverty is the reason for a lot of crime for a lot of issues that happen poverty is the main reason mm-hmm. and like because a lot of these people in Africa and whatever are like don't have money they're getting making money however they can and if bribing the police and if someone's like okay yeah cool I'm gonna get an extra buck for not for doing my job but I'll still get an extra buck like they're gonna bloody do it and 
because people turn a blind eye to it fucking up in angola our president stole from us stole to put money in their own pockets you don't think the smaller guys are going to do it if the people at the top are going to do it yeah. my mom has had, has had the same president since she was born he only recently left my mom is 40 like five or something since she was born she has the same president yeah it is just ridiculous and like going back to nigeria did you see the um all of the like covid food supplies that they've been stashing away for themselves yeah how mm-hmm. like literally it's just the most callous act ever this is all like uh it's like all the side effects of colonialism mm-hmm. because no matter what you say no matter oh yeah you, you got independent ages ago we have had years to try and have to catch up with the rest of the world africa has had we've had we are we are years and years behind to catch up with the rest of the world yeah and doesn't matter oh yeah but you've became independent no you cannot say that we have the same like resources we do not have the same exactly opportunities because of what has happened in our land all those years ago it's this is still a result of that yeah and and like and yeah there is change happening and it's not enough though so i think like the like poverty and all of that that's going on in africa i'm so sorry is the fault of america england i don't even know who, who are the colonizers? britain was uh britain was that's absolutely it. yeah she was on a mad one SARS are, SARS are governed uh, are funded by like britain yeah of course, fucking of course. So no matter what's going on, I promise you, America and Britain are always involved in some kind always of always behind it, always. But like you said about like colonialism and stuff, like even if you look at Congo and what they're going through um, in terms of like child slavery and stuff, um, with their they so they have a lot of minerals that um, companies like Apple and stuff use to make your smartphones. Um, so once again, you look at like. America, which is like a white country, a predominantly white country, it's like colonialism, right? Just taking the resources from Congo, they could pay them like good amounts. Do you know what I mean? They could give them the kind of resources and the the manpower and the I don't even know what the word is, the right kind of treatment. They could treat them like normal, you know, like human beings, but instead they choose no. And like, can I just put the disclaimer here? Yeah, like we might go do your own research please like we are not the beacons of of intelligence the beacons of information yeah like please, once again something. like we said last week if you take everything we take we say seriously then that's on you, <laughs> you know what I mean. we're just kind but, of having um, yeah our own opinions and stuff like this is stuff again this at what point do you think we get a lot of our information from social media at what point do you think social media is kind of not good to get like a a bad resource to get your information from i think social media is really good when it comes to raising awareness Mm -hmm. we have to do our job ourselves Mm -hmm. like it's on us to fact check it like for example a lot like things that are important to me like the thing with congo and sars i shut it up and done my research i done my googles started reading a lot and this has been going like this and sars has happened like started in 2017 i'm pretty sure like it's not just this random thing that's come up now and like it's even good in a way to just sit back and like 
learn about something because it kind of makes me kind of check my privilege as well because like as someone who lives in the western world I may be Angolan or whatever but I've never like I haven't lived a prolonged amount of time there and like it kind of makes me check that like okay yeah you're African but like you have to acknowledge that you have not had the same experience as the ones that live there but even moving on even like in terms of COVID so like a friend of my mum that actually used to live with us passed like last week and it was due to COVID but when she passed they didn't even know that she had COVID because her test took a whole week <gasps> to uh, come so it's when she, oh after she gosh. died is when they got the results they found out that she had COVID and like just it's like the resources that these countries have to they, they haven't got the manpower to battle these like diseases and it's just so wild how like it, again just another way of me checking my privilege of like the fact that like we're not staying home and there's countries out there who are literally like they may not have as much cases as us but like they it's, don't yeah. like we just need to shut up and stay home kind of thing and it's just wild man it's just yeah like, it's like it's more severe for them because they like if you think about it you know obviously clap for the nhs and all that shit but we have such a good healthcare system for us that obviously we're f- kind of fighting to protect it in terms of we can't have too many numbers like we're not you know it's not that great but <laughs> we are so so lucky to have the system that we do and the the healthcare workers that we do and the um equipment and resources that we do um and it is so sad to think about the poorer countries um that yeah like in terms of numbers maybe won't have as many as us um but like you say it's just it's, it would be a lot more severe for them and even in terms of freaking tests they, they they don't even get you know ours is like 24 hours or 24 to 48 hours i think isn't it which is so such a quick turnaround and yeah we do have a lot of like help and support when it comes to um coronavirus obviously everyone has their own opinions in terms of how certain governments are dealing with things but all in all i think we are in a like our country is countries <laughs> the uk is a um it's a good kind of place to be and you do need to kind of i guess everyone is grateful for that but sometimes it's easy to just like take it for granted and just be like ah oh, we need this this and this but in actual fact you know there's people out there that are really really struggling i feel like we are very lucky to have the well the welfare state that we do a beverage <laughs> shout out to my mom bevy but like even in angola for example i wasn't fe- when i went in like may i wasn't last may i wasn't feeling so good yeah and my auntie was like yeah go to your dad's because he has money and he can send you to a private clinic kind of thing like it's even it's not like the private private clinics are the only way that you you have a chance of survival and if, even then you might not survive like public hospital oh my god public hospitals in angola yeah uh, well you know okay i'm pretty sure i've told you this yet so i um have my veins are a struggle <laughs> to get blood out of and i need to get blood taken out of me quite a lot because a bitch has issues but um so i, <laughs> I actually have taken just to come get my blood taken with me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> funniest experience ever 
I am um, because I've just had so many bad experiences because of my veins are such an issue. And my mum mm. had been told me like in Angola, they used to they took it out of my neck once because they could not find my vein they took it out of my neck and I was a bubby and I have like my mum's literally like yeah that like do you know how wild is that I don't think they would ever do that here no just stick it in your neck (laughs) oh just like because yeah because there's literally I only have one vein in my right arm that's like I I don't show up drugs don't worry (laughs) but I only have one vein in my right arm that can actually be taken blood out of because I remember once yeah I was in hospital and shout out to Juno doctor. I hope he's well. <laughs> but you're a bitch. Five <laughs> times I got poked. And I'm like, get the nurse here, bro. I don't trust you. Get the damn nurse. <laughs> just the nurse one don't trust you. Five times. That's that's a sin. And like you're actually not a pension. And that's why now my rule is, yeah, if you're not sure, don't do it. Yeah. I'm literally like, like when I go get blood tests, if you're not sure, don't do it. There's this one lady who's been doing it for me since I was younger in my GP. And I just trust her. I'm like, listen, mm-hmm. sis, I don't even know her name, but she's mm-hmm. just. She knows what's like, up. Yeah, but even then, like, even like when I was younger, yeah, with my all my, all my health issues in Angola, like I had, I was lucky enough that my dad could afford to take me like privately but even even then they fucked me up like my ears are fucked because of the nonsense that they done back then like when I came to the UK they were literally like you have so much scar tissue like it was just so I'm not saying that like oh you know they haven't got adequate health care they don't have adequate health care <laughs> like you can't you they need more funding and, and the fact that the government was so corrupt it's just so oh so jarring but like we are lucky enough to have a welfare state yeah that is why it the fact that the government decided oh uh, no the tories yeah cunts decided to vote against giving kids free school meals we live in a welfare state okay this this is this is our job i don't even care i don't even damn like, oh nanny we don't want a nanny state we don't want a nanny state i don't give a shit right now you need a fucking nanny state i know because of we're living in unprecedented times the word you fucking love to use yeah and it's like you understand the pressure that these parents are on to provide for their kids like my mom wasn't eligible for free school meals but uh we bloody needed it like and we were lucky enough shout out to corbin my mp but um all the primary school kids in islington uh, were eligible for free school meals when my brothers were in school. So my mom only had, when I was in secondary school, she only had to pay for my lunch and then my brother's lunch. And then my brothers moved to um, secondary school and then she had to start paying lunch again. Mm-hmm. So like, it's just, oh my God. I just like, like I've- Sorry, are we just gonna say something? Oh yeah, yeah, I was just saying, I've just seen firsthand, yeah, how much free school meals, like how much, how it relieves the pressure of parents. Like my mum previously has had to like not get something that she might have needed just to, so the boys would have enough money for lunch mm-hmm. to like when we were younger, just so we all had enough money for lunch, especially like when she had like, two kids in secondary school, and she had to give me my lunch for school and Briley's for six, like it's just so much money and these parents are losing their jobs and it's like, the fact that a football player had to do all this. Yeah. Shit, are you not tapped? Are you not, you, you, your own people, your constituents 
are the ones that are doing your job for you stepping up yeah because they're not and it's like the whole thing it's just so ludicrous to me because like okay right whatever you don't want to have a nanny state whatever fine but like why is they so their debate is okay it should be the parents responsibility to feed the family right like you say there are from cradle to the grave bitches from cradle to the grave <laughs> there's so many um people out there that have been made redundant that have lost hours at work they you know the furlough scheme is just not cutting it in terms of paying rent it's like no one should have to choose between paying rent and feeding their family and for me it's like it's no one say it's almost as if that someone they stood up and said okay we want to give free meals to everyone in the UK it's the children so if your problem is with the parents why are you okay to take it out on the children do you know what I mean like it's the, the kids that are going hungry because of you do you know what I mean and obviously a lot of people a lot of parents wonderful parents because they care so much about their kids they're going to go hungry and give the children the food but no one should be going hungry this is a democracy this is a welfare state like no one should no one in this whole country should be going to bed hungry it is just ridiculous and then obviously everyone's um I don't know if you've seen like there's so many communities um that have kind of stepped up because the government won't freaking do it um and are giving away free free meals and doing this um there's certainly another thing and it is so good to see um and then those of other people are like oh well then obviously we can see that the communities can do it so why does the government have to do it because it's the government's fucking job to do that we live in a governed state this is not um yeah so why are you so okay with the government spending so much money on war on you know police on I don't know what else. <laughs> all these horrible other things. On themselves. They had a on themselves. pay right. They had a fucking pay right. They get their food subsidized. Yeah. They, and for those who don't know what a welfare state is, bringing it back to the sociology. sociology. So there's this bread, there's this guy, Beverage was like, yo. After the world war, this is this is shit. The world has gone to shit. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Kind of thing. So the government was like, I'm trying to read some quick notes that I made. They're like, oh, okay, like we have to develop some social policy and some reform. And then Brevage, who was he? He was like the what was he? Like a uh, I actually don't know, you know. An expert of so for a social consultant. Policy a way consultant for social policy <laughs> so he was appointed head of the committed investigation for social security in britain and he identified that there was like five evils or five giants that was affecting british people and it was preventing them from bettering themselves one a, a, that caused poverty ignorance lack of education uh scholar poor housing idleness the lack of jobs and the ability to gain employment disease inadequate health care and that is why we now have social housing. We have the NHS. We have like, apprenticeships. We have like a school system. We have the education, the Department of Education. And um, yeah, and again, these were the reasons why these things were created because of this man called Beveridge. So we live in a state that is meant to look out for our welfare. And the fact 
that they were literally like from the report he was like oh um we're going to create this welfare state and it needs to be universal so available to all it needs to cover all the problems related to poverty so all these poverty so like ignorance squalor idleness disease one was all related again to poverty um it's he said that it needs to be contri contributory basically it has to be taken from our taxes and he also says that it will not be means tested and he believed that the people us that are living living in the state should be looked after from the cradle to the blood clot grave so from birth to death we should be looked after by the government and it should be compulsory for any person that works to contribute. That's why we get taxed. We get taxed for this, yeah? Like, this whole, <laughs> oh, I don't wanna get, oh my God, rich people not getting taxed on that. It's like, you're living, you, you are voting for future you. You're voting, you're like, oh my God, I wanna earn 400,000 a year. I don't wanna be taxed that much. Do you earn 400,000? Not yet. Why are you thinking, no. Literally, you are I closer to being homeless than being, a millionaire at least most people like the average person you. is closer to that than you know whatever you think you're gonna get because and also I like, just like the 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 lack of humanity from these people is just astounding like I would so much rather pay more tax and have the children in my country fed have you know the homeless the rate of homeless people to zero please <laughs> ideally I just you know like especially like I've forgotten her name but there was there was a lady uh she was an immigrant and I think she lived in Scotland um hold on let me she should pass away because yeah I need to check her name it took ages for universal credit to come to her account even that like um we were talking about it in social policy how it's so like universal credit was so damaging because like it it took over so many of the other benefits that gave them more money and mm -hmm. weights tested and the weights given to you you have to wait months and this is what happened to this lady like she had to wait yeah so it was uh she was an asylum seeker her name was mercy bagum baguma oh i really don't want to butcher her name um she was well, from yeah no I'm so sorry um she's from Uganda um and she she died in August um and she was found um she was passed away next to her starving baby and it's because she didn't have the help that she needed like for I, I just don't understand like how people MPs can sleep at night knowing that they they 100% had a hand in that like they are listen I hate to say it but are our MPs murderers because at this point, they are knowingly taking food away from children, taking money away from their parents, and just, you know, and giving themselves to give themselves a pay rise. And I just like, I, obviously, I know it's a lot more complicated than that. And there are lots of different things that the government have to think about. And I'm not saying that their job is easy, but surely that should be the, like their priority. Like how, how, and I know obviously um, they are fighting to save the economy and saving the economy is is still very, very important. Like we wouldn't survive with without an economy. Do you know what I mean? Or at least you can't, is there no economy? I mean, like with a bad economy, um, it's still important no. to, you know, keep that going. But 
surely like the lives of your people should mean more to the more to them than they apparently do yeah and again we're not trying to make it seem like it's abc we are not saying that whatsoever we know that there's realities i strongly believe i don't i believe in capitalism i'm so sorry yeah see it's tough in it because like need it need like communism isn't good either yeah and even those um, tiktok that's like oh when you think i'm pretty but actually pussy communist it read theory i'm not i'm, I'm not communist <laughs> like, oh, you know what anyway but i'm not i'm i'm liberal i am liberal i'm not i, I have to oh, go like, what yeah. the hell but I think I'm more like neoliberal, you know, like I'm just, I understand there's realities that we cannot always like, you know, coddle people and, you know, believe in a hand up, not a hand down and da 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 like I know, mm-hmm. but it should not take over like your ideologies and whatever you don't you don't want people to be dependent or you fatcha fatcha the fucking milk snatcher <laughs> yeah like don't be like her don't be abroad like her okay yeah. <laughs> like, i understand there's like you know shit going on and yeah. stuff but kids the pitneys it's the kids okay i know we say fuck them kids but no not fuck them kids like feed them kids (laughs) feed them kids how can children go hungry like and it's it was all tory mps that's just say a lot about the tories yeah like honestly if you vote tory bye don't listen to this really and truly i have nothing to say to you like it's even past the point where i like i want to debate with them because it's like i to share a space with someone that thinks that taking that what what the Tories have done to this country so far is in any way good I I just I can't I don't have time anymore I just really don't um and I know politics is about like debate and all but I like at this moment in time no. I do I just don't have time for it maybe that's bad but when people say uh but you can have you can have friends with different opinions no, no. uh no I I cannot have friends that have different political opinions no than me i am so sorry if that, if that makes me whatever it makes me but no but i just don't so understand no because and i know one tory well i know one tory that has outed themselves to me because and you know what i hated about him he was like and i found he was tory he was like oh here we go you probably think i just think that this this that when you actually don't actually do your research on tory and i was like a bitch i got a degree <laughs> in bitch <laughs> Do not bitch. try and talk. You want to talk to me about politics? You want to talk to me? Mm-hmm. Me about politics? You want to talk to me about politics? But I also think that, like, the politics that you believe in says so much about you as a person. Like, it's actually just the foundations of you as a person, like your morals. And I just think that I can't physically get along with someone whose morals don't align with mine. And if you vote Tory, clearly we are not one and the same <laughs> because it just you know like we just I just couldn't see us getting along on any terms but we okay we actually want to talk about social con- constructs today but we just want to tangent about like the world which is yeah. <laughs> uh, social constructs let's have a little section of social constructs just yeah. actually talk about you all the time like I talk for you all the time which is such a bad thing but Jess actually done her dissertation a lot 
folk like very heavily focused on like social constructs and what they are so give us an overview what social construct is jessica yeah okay guys so welcome to my lecture <laughs> um so there's, Dr. Actually, <laughs> there's not actually um a like agreed upon definition of social constructivism um it basically means that everything pretty much almost everything that we know about the world um is historically or culturally specific um and the those kind of definitions of various different things change and evolve throughout time so for example um homosexuality way back when like not even that far away like in the 1950s even homosexuality was um illegal um in the uk um it still is illegal in loads of different countries um i know that in zimbabwe it's illegal to be gay um and but here obviously it's becoming a lot more accepted and in Northern Ireland um, I think on is it the first of December or something we're going to have our first um, civil partnership changed into a marriage um, so we're still you know progressing here um, but it just kind of reinforces how everything we know has been socially constructed or socially kind of um, created um, and like another example is um, virginity um this I was gonna write about my about virginity for my dissertation but I thought you know what <laughs> no <laughs> calm down um but yeah virginity is 100% a social construct in that this <laughs> we are kind of led to believe that um when you have your sexual debut you um you lose something <laughs> you lose something um or that you know something like the, the idea of losing your virginity really kind of makes you think that you are going to physically lose something and that, that you are maybe lesser than you were before um which is not true at all it's again it just kind of I think also depends on men, men and women um and how society views women and how they should be pure and you know that they're dirty um or sluts if they have sex whereas a guy is an absolute champ if he loses his virginity like the earlier the better 15 years old class if a girl loses her virginity at 15 it's like well you you good like why why are you doing that for obviously 15 is illegal but <laughs> i don't know why that was the first age in the uk it's illegal um but yeah it's just and i find it so interesting because the more you think about it the more you realize that really and truly everything is a social construct the idea of our government like you said before beverage socially constructed this idea of the welfare state of the nhs this only came about i think it was 1945 was when the uh, nhs first came about um so even like before that we didn't have the nhs it wasn't even thought of yet so i just think it's so interesting like at, like literally everything's a social construct and i could talk about it for years um time yeah time time is like time is a social construct because if we did not put the value that we do on time it would not be a thing money social construct it was all social like society has constructed these things mm -hmm. and like race race i was just gonna say there's no biological cluster of cells that says oh this person's black this person's white it's all socially constructed in society we have built these ideas that one race is mm -hmm. this one race is this this is what you look like if you are this race or this race here and that is why like for example mixed race people it's like 
they can kind of not choose their race but they can choose to identify as like what they choose what they identify as because again this is all constructed by society Mm -hmm. and we have been like we obviously we're not like these oh my god we are so um innovative and we don't like con what's it called we don't con we don't follow these yeah we're not saying that we don't conform with this because we do conform to, to these social structures like education socially constructed because who, who are you to say because i have this it means that i am here or it means that i am this like it's all fake it is really weird to think about like your degree is literally just a piece of paper do you know what i mean money is literally just a piece of paper like we, it's literally just place numbers value on these things mm-hmm. it's all like we yeah and i think a lot of the time things that are socially constructed um are have been socially constructed to benefit a certain group of people and listen i'm not gonna say that but usually that is rich old white men if you think about it like i said virginity ridiculing women and it's obviously it's not to do with the race there but like men it's kind of reinforcing how men are the dominant um sex in terms yeah. of yeah sorry in terms of race as well like how much you want to bet a rich right old white man came up with that idea came up with that idea like even with the whole virginity being a social construct it's like it's not real like, you can't you like oh but the hymen okay but what about in a man yeah and also it's not just sex that you lose like you break your hymen yeah and it's like you that, that's your definition for heterosex then yeah because what about our lesbians mm-hmm. our guys and our gays like yeah. it's different yeah everything is created by society and i find it wild uh, like even standards of beauty yeah this is all socially constructed you waste men mm-hmm. like standards of beauty are socially constructed because it's like we have chose it's not nothing biological we have chosen as as a society to say okay white and blonde hair and blue eyes and mm-hmm. my man hitler would have oh oh yeah and they like different cultures have different definitions of beauty different eras have different definitions of beauty and that is constantly changing and that's like what we were going back to what we were saying last week that body types go in and out of fashion all the time they are socially constructed so to try and if you imagine trying to like adhere to every single beauty standard that there's ever been like you that person doesn't exist because because it just it's too much for me and my little brain sometimes like once I start thinking about these things I my brain goes a million miles an hour I'm like okay wow wow this is this is a social construct and then this is a social construct and then yeah everything you like sociology if sociology was taught in school I think we wouldn't have as many dumb people as we do Mm -hmm. because on Twitter I can't if you type in my at name and me explaining race um, nationality and what's the other one ethnicity ethnicity yeah because you man are and even gender social constructs my brothers sex and gender different things gender is a spectrum it is socially constructed like society has said that guys wear blue girls wear thing society has created the like if imagine yeah we didn't have gender um these gender uh, signifiers yeah if we were born people just 
will just do what they wanted. They would not have to be transgender. They wouldn't have, this wouldn't, transgender wouldn't exist because we wouldn't have these like pillars of what one is, what another one is. People would just be born and be themselves. Be, yeah. Like that's why I've like, it's hard to raise your kids in like gender with like no gender fluid because the whole world again is set out for boys and girls and da 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 like I get that and the whole safety thing like oh my god you can't have girls and guys mixing just no teach your sons not to rape but anyway that's yeah. besides the point <laughs> it's like I would love if we were in a world where people were born and we didn't buy them pink clothes like gender reveals was that what is why are you putting so much- and you know what really irks me is when they have a gender reveal and someone looks mad disappointed. Oh, no, you shouldn't be having a child. Sorry. Yeah. No. If you're going to be disappointed yeah. with what sex, biologically, you know, what little bits they're going to have, if you're going to be disappointed by that, <laughs> whoa, you have another thing coming. And the fact that, like, I know, oh, we're on another, I hate men streak, go us. Mm. But a lot of the time, men don't want daughters because of how men treat their daughters and how society views women and how oh my god oh i would never want to have a daughter why are you thinking so ahead of your daughter's sexuality of your daughter's sexual life before mm-hmm. she's even born that's tap that's weird that's weird it's a that's really weird, weird behavior. behavior but i mean to speak on like with my dissertation my dissertation was about um social construction of women in crime um so kind of going back to crime again is in criminal justice women are tend to be treated a lot more fairly because of their pre-existing roles of you know you should be a mother you should be we're expected to be nurturing and kind and gentle so not only is there a kind of paternalistic feature in um a lot of the way judges sentence women but also um women are expected to be mothers so if a woman commits a crime a judge is going to be reluctant to give them a longer sentence or a sentence that they probably would have given a man um because they don't want to rip the mother away from the, the family um and i think that's wrong you know i think that if a woman has committed a crime she should receive the same sentence that a man should receive um and i think that there's this the, the whole again the rape the existing thing that we should be nurturing and loving and kind and everything it's like absolutely ridiculous because i'm a human being like it, it, why are you placing all these different things on me that you don't even know who i am like it just is so weird and the fact that i remember in one of our crime lectures um they're talking about uh I forgot her, her name but they they were like britain's most hated women because okay there's this whole like theory of like double deviance which is like a woman that commits a crime she's not only like deviant to the criminal justice system so she really like went against what like to say what um she already went against the law sorry so mm-hmm. she already went against the law but she's doubly deviated because she went against what a woman is normally like yeah she went against the whole like again and they they see as like women who are doubly deviant double deviant women they see them more as like more evil yeah so it's kind of like as yeah what's her name uh, what it she, with she, M. Like, she helped she helped um a guy kill kids so she actually no, so that killing. was fred and rose west but she uh, wasn't the most oh no no actually yeah no, no this woman as well was uh with her partner uh it begins with m um wasn't someone Hindley? Myra, 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 something. Myra Hindley. Myra. 
Yes, it's her face is easily creeping me out. Yeah, so the Murs murders. Bro, that this was irritating me. Yeah, she's creepy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah so women are kind oh. of um although like like I said in the in like the justice system, they're uh they receive like some kind of lenient sentencing. In the media, it's the complete opposite. And people go like I something some reason like people can kind of accept that men murder. They can kind of accept that men are like inherently violent and horrible human beings. And then, but as soon as a woman does it, it's like, oh my gosh, how can she do that? Like, especially when it comes to women and children, there's this kind of expectation that they're going to protect. And a lot of that comes with, um, see, I'm going to go on a run again. Oh, I'm so sorry. But like domestic abuse and stuff. Um, so if the the father, say the father is um, abusing the child um, and the mother, it is fully expected for the mother to um protect the child or die trying um and and the woman can be punished for her not like kind of stepping in even if she feel feared for her own life which is like why (laughs) obviously I know as a mother you you are expected to protect your children as a parent as a as a father or a mother but I think the um that duty is really like emphasized for a woman um and it's just so crazy to think that somewhere along the line, this has just been kind of create like this idea of what women should be and what men should be has just been created. And like, if you don't adhere to adhere to that, like as a man, if you're if you have more kind of feminine attributes or like you you like to be in touch with your fem- feminine side, then it's like people are absolutely flabbergasted and like, oh my word, you're not a man then. And I'm like. How? Yeah, and like even in my family, like the fact that I'm, I'm not saying I don't like kids. I, my issue with kids is that they're annoying. Yeah, but like I don't like sometimes I'm like, oh, I want a baby, but I've never been a couple. I was never the kind of girl that like likes playing like mummies and daddies or I, I, but like they find it weird that how I'm just not like, oh my god, I want to get married and like I have an idea of like what I want my wedding to look like, but I want it more. I want a wedding more because the attention on me. Not because I mean, of like the whole marriage thing and the mm-hmm. whatever. I just want to make up a dance with my hands and perform it for my husband. <laughs> Literally, I just want the attention of me. I don't give a damn about marriage. I don't know, I've never been someone who thought about marriage like that. Like, again, yeah, but they just see me as someone who's a little bit just not so like feminine. I'm like, I feel like I'm a very much feminine. You are. Like, I think I'm quite feminine, but just because I'm not like maternal and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. like oh what is my going yeah what well, whoa it's like people almost can't recognize the fact that like if someone isn't the extreme of either um sex like male or female that it's like whoa hold on like brain is like hold on what what is happening here and it's so yeah, weird no. there's this lady Jeannie Mai she is a uh, host for a daytime talk show the real and um she said from the beginning she does not want kids she does not want kids and people can't fathom and they'll be like oh maybe in the future no I don't want kids and I think more people need to be more vocal about that because that is why you have kids that are neglected that Mm -hmm. is why you have kids with trauma because their parents should have been honest about not wanting kids and I feel like that is like people if a man if a guy says he doesn't want kids you they don't get as much they're not going to get as much stick as if a woman says she doesn't want kids. Cause like, what, what 
you don't want kids no but you're gonna change your what me as a girl and i have said i do not want kids why are you like why why do you because it's expected of women to be maternal whatnot whatnot Mm -hmm. guys are always seen as like the decision makers so it's like if a guy makes a decision everyone's like okay cool that's fine he's obviously thought about it cool but a woman it's like oh nah she'll change her mind it's fine she'll find the right guy and he'll convince her and it's like no I'm saying I don't want kids like I've I've thought about it I have and I've made my decision but people can't quite fathom that like you can't fathom that I can't like I think it would but she even broke up with her husband like three years ago because he thought that she'll change her mind yeah is it she, oh my word quite young they got married quite young he's like, yeah, yeah. she was like yeah yeah yeah. i know it's fine he was like oh it's fine in the back of it, he admitted that oh no the back of it, her his head he's like she'll probably in a few years when she sees that we've settled down and da, da, da. yeah and that she'll change her mind no Dude. my good sister not change her mind and they broke up and then he literally had a kid a year later with the woman that he married whoa he married someone a year later yeah that's what meant. And like, I think, I feel like our word is so not taken seriously. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just find it, I find it very weird how like, if we're not sticking to society's rules, we are bad bitches. Like, we're not bad bitches. And it's like, sorry, this is has nothing to do with it, but it annoys me. The fact that like, again, people who are sex workers, yeah, they are seen as these like oh my god i can't believe it what but you as a man you sexualize us to no degree but when we take ownership to our bodies when we decide that you're going to sexualize us let me make some money from your sexualization you what and there's this tweet that was like oh i can't believe we've gotten into uh, our society has become that people are excited to turn 18 to make it only fans and i'm like like pornography sells sex sells mm-hmm. the fact that there's just like so much like just like this whole i've always found it creepy that people were dressed up as like a schoolgirl or like a like it, it doesn't yeah. never sit well with me but like because men will sexualize everything like sexy schoolgirl like men have nurse. a weird fascination with like children and like yeah pedophilia yeah That's what yeah, it's yeah. It, it is and like it's so it <laughs> and they can get away with it they because can. like no, no. But, but it's a fantasy no that's weird how did that start how did you not think that sexy school girls normal school girls are split anyway <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's all very weird it's again my brain is just like it's all over the show and listen yeah. if you're if you're listening to this and you can think of an example that we haven't said like talk to us this is like this is my this is my is this my kink i don't know <laughs> social constructivism <laughs> I, I just find it so interesting and like i just philosophical like um discussions just like whoa i it's so mind-blowing to really like actually sit and think about the world that we live in do you know what i mean like as much as we love talking about boys and talking about personal stuff and putting up thing like we can't especially this world we're living in in our society 
we can't get away with just living on the surface anymore. We can't get we can't get away with just cruising by and not having to think about injustices and not like that was our parents' generation. They were able to scoot past and mm-hmm. just whatever. No, it's as much as we us zillennials because we're like Gen Z millennial. We're, we're oh, like I like that we're in the middle kind of thing. If you're on TikTok, you would know. I uh, see. Yeah. Well, I am on TikTok, but I'm never on the fun side of TikTok. I like try my hardest. Follow me on, follow me on TikTok. Oh, yeah, true. Follow me on TikTok. Okay, I will. I'll send I you funny TikToks. I think that's it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, we literally started talking about SARS and um, the government. And we finished on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> that like I feel like this has been a very much all over the show kind of a podcast episode. So if you stuck with us, kudos to you. Um, honestly, shout out to you. Um, but I think it, everything's from what is very interesting. I love having conversations like this where there's no real. We literally started this with no real structure. Um, it's probably gonna be really long though, isn't it? Most of us are long anyway. Yeah. As long as it's not over an hour and a half, then it's fine. Yeah. Cool. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's kind of everything we really wanted to talk about today. Um, so thank you very much for listening. So from me. And from me. Goodbye. Goodbye.